0: Hi, this is Dr. Randy Bach. Today's December 14, 2022, and I am here with you to talk about coronavirus and some of the ramifications and how it has changed our world <clears throat> and our sensibilities oftentimes. Um, I'm going to get right to it. Um, I'm starting medical practice again, and <clears throat> uh, we have to wear masks uh, in the physician's office and outpatient offices. This is not something we did Obviously, until uh, the days of COVID. Um, and there's really uh, you know no, no uniformity about this. I think there are only five states in the Union, uh, United States, that uh, have mask mandates for outpatient physician offices. Um, other states uh, have it for certain restrictions, uh, certain types of patients and whatnot. and some states have no restrictions at all. There's really no difference or differential uh, effect of having these masks on in the states that do. Uh, it seems to be geographic and political. Uh, in the Northeast, we have, I think, um, Connecticut, Rhode Island, uh, Massachusetts. I mean, I know those states are in the Northeast, but those are the states are, that have a mask mandate for physician's offices. And so too does, uh, New York. And I believe, uh, the state of Washington out West does, uh, California has some mild restrictions, but it's not across the board, uh, it has certain age groups and situations. Uh, I don't think this is a, a very useful, um, phenomenon and, uh, Uh, I'm going to try to address that. Um, I think that, you know, people are getting used to the concept of it and they just do it and they think that's the thing to do because everything's germy uh, in a physician's office. But I ran my own office for 27 years. Uh, We wore masks on occasion. Uh, If we are uh, dealing with um, uh, suturing up an open wound, I think it's very important to have a shield uh, mask so that your secretions don't go onto open flesh. Our respiratory systems... Uh, have their own protections and we've been able as a species to get on as do other species uh and in, in the realm of respiratory viruses now there might be some people that before holiday or whatever who might not want to catch something and may wear a mask temporarily and of course they've been sort of endemic in uh, east asia uh, for decades uh, because of severe pollution um, whether they work in that regard is another question i think they probably have a better effect for particulates such as soot uh, than viruses which are an order of magnitude or more Uh, smaller uh, than soot. Um, And the, you know, the example has been used as, you know, trying to, you know, throw a baseball through an open door. Uh, That's pretty much the size ratio of a virion uh, versus uh, the pores of the standard masks. Um, uh, There are a lot of other things going on in the world of coronavirus and uh, the perceptions thereof. Uh, We are in the midst of the uh, Twitter file dump um, and uh, Elon Musk is, uh, you genuine bravery. Uh, He actually, uh, I think, changed his uh, uh, pronouns recently to uh, prosecute slash Fauci. I think that, I I don't know if that will occur. I'm not sure who will do it, um, whether there's bravery adequate to the task. Uh, On the other hand, SBF, uh, Sam Bankman Freed was arrested. And um, even despite his billions of dollars uh, to one uh, direction political party and so forth, you know, that, that his luck may run out if the political mood changes. So it's really incumbent upon you to be that political mood uh, to make things happen. That doesn't mean we should have mob justice, but I think that uh, justice is somewhat unequally um, pursued and prosecuted, and we, I don't think we need much further evidence of that than uh, uh, recently uh, Mr. Trump's personal tasks findings, uh, filings were, were uh, submitted to Congress, uh, without his permission, even though those are uh, confidential. I mean, if they say think or say what you will about him, uh, you know, there has to be standard legal channels. And some things get leaked in certain directions and held back in other, um, as we've seen with the uh, Hunter Biden laptop. Oh, uh, you know, I, I uh, have been using the headphones, but I switched my mic over. So that's a little remnant from prior. Um, anyway, so uh, what I'd like to uh, bring up today are some uh, slides. Um, that the political aspect of our um, our science is is a real um, uh, issue. Uh, we have are right now undergoing changes in definitions uh, that aren't always scientific. Um, I think one of the dictionaries recently uh, was I saw just a headline. I haven't really researched this. Um, showed that. Um, uh, uh, showed that the the definition of woman is being changed from the standard you know the same that it would be for uh, i don't know squirrels uh, dogs cats uh, kangaroos and so forth uh, i think it'd be hard to, to really differentiate excuse me to uh, make the same claim that a, a woman kangaroo can become a male or vice versa um you know there are certain organs that are, are particular uh, lions uh, and and whatnot down the line i think there are some Uh, uh, species uh, around the world that that have some indeterminate sex Um, i think ferns um, are uh, are undifferentiated in that regard Uh, and there are some uh, i guess fish or whatever that can go back and forth but uh, we are not you know we have frankly the most sexual differentiation of any um, animal that i can think of off the top of my head especially uh, vertebrate um, um, and say mammals for instance Uh, you can look at fish you catch a fish you can't tell if it's a girl or boy trout Um, but it's you know for the adults uh, we actually have the largest uh, differentiation between male and female Um, you know if you compare us to the other primates uh, it's very you know tricky from waist up to tell a a, you know girl monkey from a a boy um, and and so forth and even uh, during lactation uh, the breasts in in most of the uh, primates don't expand to the same extent that that women have, you know, beforehand. Uh, anyway, so this is not really um, a discussion about that per se, uh, but more about the way things are interpreted and going forward, how they're going to be interpreted. You know, this huge tool um, uh, we have right now is AI. You know, and there's a lot of talk, there's a lot of chat about AI-generated chat and content and AI-generated uh, pictures. Um, and it's interesting because you can, you know, make a brochure, uh, make a content, um, you know, uh, sound good pretty quickly. And it's, it's you know, kind of smoothed out, combed over for the masses. Um, if you have a particular writing style, um, I don't think it'll bring as, as true, but who knows? I mean, maybe somebody will be able to make, uh, you know, comic stylings like Steve Martin or P.G. Woodhouse or whatever um, using... AI—it's something to think about, and whether they can make jokes and limericks—and whatnot, another question. Um, but uh, I just posed uh, because I, I have this interest in in bringing some sanity back to the physician's office um, and have the you know doctor-patient relationship uh, be face-to-face, literally, um, so we can see each other and get visual cues. Uh, as a physician, I've always found that you know there's a lot to gain from looking at people and talking with people, and the conversation's better when it's not muffled. Uh, when you can see each other. And as you know, we tend to, you know, patients tend to skew older because there are more diseases as you get older. And so hearing declines and a lot of people may or may not realize it, but they're you know, relying on facial you know, cues and reading lips and whatnot to follow conversation. And this is cut down obviously by masks. Uh, aside from the fact, there's no real reason to have them anymore because the disease is gone. Um, you can see my article about Omicron from September in the Daily Skeptic. Um, so just search my name daily skeptic omicron and you know omicron is not even a lineal uh, descendant it's not a, a genuine relative um of of sars cov 2 most likely and it's it's on the you know rate level of a common cold now you know again wear a mask if you need to but there's no real reason to have mandates for it and there probably never was any real reason to have mandates for it, and certainly was no reason to have them outdoors uh so i i worked on a couple slides um because we're gonna have i think a pretty brief tour of this topic um and uh, let's see, so let me just get this show up here. Um, okay, so. Um, so what I had here is, uh, this is, this is my phrase that I give to the uh, chat GBT, um, AI artificial intelligence um, talk generator. And so I wrote COVID-19, this is, you know, my theory. I wrote COVID-19 has disappeared and its replacement, oops, sorry about that. And its replacement Omicron is on par with the common cold. We never wore masks before 2019, we should go back to that. It gives the false impression that one problem, COVID-19 is more important than the patient's other real problems, cancer, et cetera. And and the answer I get um, is is, uh, really somewhat shaded uh, towards uh, politics. Let's go back. I don't know why I'm flipping around so much. Um, it's important to remember that the use of masks does not diminish the importance of other health conditions. Overall, it is important to continue using masks and follow uh, and following other preventative measures to protect ourselves and those around us from the spread of illness. So, at the end of the day, I, I made this proposition, and the the chat, um, you know, bot uh, came up with something contradictory to what I said. We said we never wore masks. We should not. And and and. Uh, we should go back to prior. Um, so is is this a one-off? Well, I I, I don't have it up here, uh, but I asked uh, the AI uh, generator to uh, write something about Zika microcephaly. And I wrote uh, that Zika, you know, based on the evidence that, that Zika uh, brought microcephaly in Brazil that one year, but never in Brazil ever again. It didn't bring it to any other countries. Um, there was some shaky data initially. They didn't have any good retrospective. Anyway, I wrote a, a, a couple, you know three or four sentences about Zika, and it it produced kind of in line with my thoughts. So it basically gave me the haircut I wanted. Um, so you know I sat for you know a little bit off the sides a trim whatever or dye my hair blue, and and, and it did just that uh, for Zika, Zika microcephaly, and that's I guess not you know in the uh, focus and and concern of you know, our our betters, our controllers and so forth. And uh, the WHO, CDC, NIA, AD, all these alphabet um, concerns that um, have have a particular narrative to defend, it seems. And I don't think they're defending it that well because it's it's indefensible. And, uh, you know, Atlantic Magazine about a month ago said, you know, there was an article about having a COVID amnesty. You know, we should just all, like uh, Rodney King, we should all learn to get along. And uh, why can't we just kind of chill and so forth? Um, and let's, bygones be bygones, you know, we we kind of locked you down unnecessarily. We took away your personal freedoms. We kept your kids at school because uh, we were cowardly and so forth. But, you know, we all make mistakes. You make mistakes too, I'm sure. Uh, let's, you know, let's forget everything. Uh, I don't think it's that easy. And I think that there should be uh, some pushback and animosity because, uh, you know, otherwise it'll all happen again. It'll happen for some other reason. There'll be, you know, frankly, there there's talk in England of climate lockdowns. Uh, so, you, you know, they're, they're, the, the fact checkers say this is not the case, but uh, in Oxford, uh, which, you know, is a smart place, Oxford University, uh, England. So it's, 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 you know, in central England, the, the height of, you know, English intelligentsia. Uh, they're proposing, you know, to keep tabs on how many times your car moves around the block. So you're going to be able to get maybe, you know, 100 trips outside your house per year with your car. Um And so you'll have to figure out whether, you know, do everything on one trip or whatever. It's not going to be spontaneous. And the idea is climate change to cut down on emissions and whatnot. They're not going to have the same restrictions if you have a motorcycle, if you have a van, if you have a bicycle and so forth. But someday they might, you know. Uh, And and this is, you know, at the same time uh, that there's been some great, great news on the nuclear fusion front. And we frankly, you know, through our intellect, ingenuity and adaptability, we probably have, you know, infinite supply of, you know, clean uh, energy and 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 yet we're doing this kind of stuff to ourselves because we do because that's the way humans run. Uh, we have kind of a, a not you know not 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 yet an infinite supply of energy externally, but we do have an infinite infinite supply of uh, of ideas and bickering and whatnot. So that goes from the the trivial uh, to the not so trivial. Um, anyway, so do I have a point here? Um, I hope so. Um, so I. I asked, um, I asked the bot something a little bit more controversial, um, just to see, you know. Again, Zika—he was he, Zika—he gave me the haircut I wanted. I, I said, Zika doesn't cause microcephaly, and I gave the reason and so forth. And he wrote an essay. I don't have it in front of me, uh, basically to that point. And then a friend of mine said, "Oh, well, you might not be right for X, Y, and Z reasons." So he ch- he changed his phrasing, and said Zika does cause microcephaly for these reasons. And, and the bot wrote an essay in favor of his thing. So basically, it was able to tailor um, the essay to the desires of the person requesting it, to the human. Um, in this case, uh, for, for, for masks, no. And and I wrote something a little bit along the lines of, of what used, used to be considered uh, science. Um, and let's so uh, let's see if I can find it here. Um, so an essay, so this is my request. An essay that men can't change into women or vice versa. Sex is biologically determined, it's not a matter, matter of personal desire, or identity or desire. Even 10 years ago, such individuals would be considered to have a form of mental illness. Now, I'm just saying this factually, I'm not uh, saying it one way or another, whether I believe this or not. Um, but you know, this is from uh, 2012, I believe, a, a British journal. I'll show you the journal later if you wanna see it. Um, and gender dysphoria is currently classified as a mental um, disorder. Um, now, they say it's you know problematic whatever and so forth but this is this is the, literally the case and so um, so this the, the bot this is you know the chat GPT bot does not write the SII ask and you can read it yourself um, basically you know I, there's some kind of nice things about it it's important to respect and support individuals regardless of their gender identity um, and you uh, everyone has the right to express their gender in the way that feels most authentic and true to themselves. Uh, this may include transitioning. So this is a nice essay, but it's it's kind of diametrically opposed to what I just asked it to do. Um, and so, you know, I think you have to be aware of this. This is not really an issue about um, coronavirus per se, but maybe it is. It's, it's an issue um, that has pervaded our sensibility, because I have, even today, so I'm in a number of groups with you know what I consider very smart people um uh, there's an investing group that's kind of led into this disruption group where people look at uh in industries and companies that that are going to disrupt and change the way we do things you know uh, the way kind of tesla did for uh cars and and uber did for you know ride sharing and whatnot and so people are you know they're they're a very very bright bunch and i got a lot of a lot of pushback from my mask comment um and people are, you know, is is maybe, maybe I have not evolved adequately to understand that masks are useful because they cut down on on respiratory illness. Okay, fine. Um, even if that's the case, it doesn't mean that everyone should be mandated to wear it. And and he's the, the example given was, you know, people you uh, you you know, would it be dogmatic to not accept anesthesia when it came along? So hundred and you know, whatever it's 150 years ago, something like that. Uh, there was anesthesia, and you could be saying, let's go back to the times, you know, five years ago before anesthesia. I don't think that's the same case. Anesthesia is pretty reproducible. You give anesthesia, people fall asleep. Uh, take the anesthesia away, they wake up. Um, this this is not really, you know, has, this has not been the case with masks and most of the other quote-unquote science, and it has not necessarily been the case uh, with male, female, and so forth, which, you know, pretty much uh, still come out male and female. Uh, leaving, you know, Taking humans out of the equation uh, it would be tough to run you know, to kind of milk your bulls and 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 um, you know have your cows stud other cows. Uh, anyway, so let let's uh, see what else I have in store for us here. Um, so let's going down. So this is the from the article I'll show you later. Um, so this is from twenty December twenty twenty, and I, I guess this is just a little too big a slide. Uh, do mask mandate? Whoops! I don't know why everything's jumping around. Do mask mandates work? And so there were, because we have federalism, we have different states, uh, there were no mask mandates in 17 states and mask mandates in 27 states. And I guess I have to kind of go maybe shrink this slide a little bit for you. Um, but, but lo and behold, um, the uh, um, the states that didn't have masks did better. Now, that is that shocking? Uh, no, I don't think it's shocking. So let me, if I can shrink this slide a bit, little bit for you um, so you can see the, the final result there Whoops. Um, i am having trouble here okay so add to stream um so you can see here this 42,000 cases per day um with no mandate and 62,000 cases per day with mandate i i don't know i i you have to go you know check out these studies individually but but overall there there was very little this is um From my talk, uh, December 2020, from fully two years ago, which uh, was a slide I took out, Dakota versus Dakota. So the North and South Dakota. They're pretty much the same shape, same population, same same demographic. It's almost the same politics. And and did did one state differ from any either, you know, the other? Um, And pretty much no. This is, you know, one had mask lockdowns. The other didn't have anything. Uh, South Dakota, I guess, um, was the one without and North with. And, and, you know, North did slightly worse, um, th- but, but pretty much everything was the same because the virus is going to virus and so forth. Um, and then there was this study um, which uh, showed up in um, um, December, actually, I forget when it was during 2020, uh, middle of 2020, a uh, Danish study, and it showed that there was really no difference in, in wearing masks and not wearing masks amongst the population getting infected and whatnot. Um, Reuters um, spun it a little bit. Uh, Danish study finds masks provide limited protection to wear. So that sounds like some protection. But if you read more closely, and I, this is just a cutout, first of all, th- this example they show is, is on the street. This is always pointless to wear masks on the street. There's so much air, you're not going to re-breathe your air unless you're spitting directly on somebody, sneezing, whatnot. Um, you know, maybe in a subway car, an elevator, whatnot. But but if they are gonna be a fact, I mean there's no point here at all. So the picture is is uh an odd mix. They could have shown people in Denmark not wearing masks outdoors. Uh they didn't, they chose to do Shanghai November 2020. And then the the, the way the, the actual first sentence goes, The Danish study released somewhere they found face masks provide the wearer only with only limited here. They put only, only limited protection. It changes the way the headline reads. Um and uh so I went back to to. Uh, the AI you know, chatbot, chat GPT, and I wrote, masks are ineffective as the Dan mask, that's the name of that Denmark study, Denmark study shows. <laughs> so even though I suggest the study, and if you Google it, you'll find it. So AI is, is working off of Google and the other searches and other papers and whatnot. I'm sorry, but I'm not aware uh, of this, of any study that shows that masks are ineffective. In fact, the vast majority shows they are effectively reducing the spread of COVID-19, the word WHA, blah, blah, blah. So this is pretty quick. And, and the answer, you know, this is, again, this is supposed to be the haircut I asked. This is supposed to tailor the suit the way I like it to be. You know, I want to have leather with little, you know, fringes and whatnot look like Oklahoma. Uh, this is not what it does. It's going to give you uh, a It's going to give you political propaganda. And I think that's very important uh, to be aware when you um, are, are, um, looking at chat GPT, or if you're intending to use AI as a tool, remember, it is only a tool, and it's, and it's a tool that has been designed and forged uh, by people, not necessarily of your own, uh, you know, similar uh, conception of belief or science. And you can see that from the articles uh, I've presented, I hope. Um, so what else is in the news? Uh, more of the same. Um, so I'm just going to come up with, with, you know, again, what is and isn't science. Uh, Here, uh, this is um, uh, Jeremy Farrar, he becomes the WHO's chief scientist. Um, And so the UN body has appointed the scientists who publicly rubbished, great word, uh, the lab leak theory. This is an English um, outlet, unheard. Um, And so he was previously a member of the Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies, SAGE, great name, but I'm not sure they were that SAGE. Chaired by Sir Patrick Vallance and Professor Chris Whitty. Chris Whitty was the Dr. Fauci of Britain uh, for a good part of their pandemic experience, um, and they recommended the use of several lockdowns to combat the COVID-19 pandemic and so forth. And he is the guy that the WHO picks for their science. Uh, I don't think much of what he's doing is science. To to reject um, uh, Wuhan as you know as as the source of of the lab leak and so forth, is, is not scientific. That's polemic. That's political. Uh, you can either, um, you know, believe it or not, but you have to let the facts um, go where they're supposed to go. Um, and, and you know, he is, so he's, he's invested in um, lockdowns and so forth. Uh, th- this is my favorite quote here. Um, so Farrar resigned from his SAGE position, having advocated for more stringent measures than the government. So that's November of last year. Uh, he has since claimed that we have um, moved on too quickly from COVID and fears that there is a non-zero risk that the virus could mutate into a more serious disease. Well, there's always a non-zero risk of anything. There's a non-zero risk of aliens coming down and, and, you know, I don't know, sucking out my brain over the course of the evening, but I still will go to sleep. I'm not going to lose sleep over that. And, and somebody who is interested in science needs to know relative risks And every single uh, mutation and, and change in um, SARS-CoV-2, um, and then it's kind of non-genomic um, relatives, Omicron has been milder. And so that tends to be the way of variants ver- ver- if they want to pass along, because they don't pass along uh, easily, um, uh, if they knock everyone out and kill people, then they, I mean, they can do that, but they're not going to pass along. If they want to pass along, they have to be relatively mild. That's, it's almost axiomatic. Um, anyway, I think that's um, pretty much all I have tonight uh, to discuss. Uh, if you just want to see it, um, uh, you know this this is the, the the site. It's chat.openai.com/chat, and maybe we could um, uh, change. I don't know. We'll just just, just say we'll try something. Wuhan um, lab leak um, is true. And we'll see whether um, whether the yeah, chat GPT will generate uh, a story about that uh, it is not clear whether it's true or not there is no concrete evidence to support or refute the theory and further uh, investigation is needed um, I don't think that's true I think there's a lot of concrete evidence uh, to support it um, but it's it's you know if I wanted to elaborate on this um you know, I I, I I think you could have your own fun with this, um, but, you know, be aware that, you know, much like Twitter was and the, the, the Twitter files have shown us that these things are politicized. Uh, so caveat uh, lector, uh, caveat emptor, uh, caveats uh, in general, and um, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, please uh, let me know if you'd like any other topics um, and I'm happy to, uh, you know, help you insofar as I can. So have a great evening. Um, And that's about it.